Thank you for downloading this New Zealand Sports Radio show. We have a new way that you can support us. There is a link in the notes down below where you can make a one-off donation to New Zealand Sports Radio. Thank you for support and uh, enjoy the show. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the morning sports briefing here on Friday the 3rd of June, or July, sorry. Hope you're having a wonderful have you had a wonderful week and the weekend is nearly here and that means sport absolutely yes we have netball tonight um, as well as the um, basketball and also the rugby this weekend um, and we'll be getting into all of that and let's kick off first off with our football update and uh, West Ham United beat Chelsea 3-2 some fun there on um, social media as three, the mobile phone company had become Chelsea's uh, T-shirt sponsor and said, hey, three is a magic number before the game. And unfortunately, that's how many goals they let in. Also, Sheffield United beat Tottenham Hotspur um, 3-1 um, as well. Over in the Belarusian Premier League, yes, our favourite league um, tonight, Slavia will play Slutz and Smolovic. Smolovici um, will host Dynamo Brest. So I'll bring you those results tomorrow morning on the morning sports briefing at 7am because that's the time we come to come to you every single day of the week. Um, moving on now, I'm going to hand you over to Stephen Harris, who will take us through our birthdays. Yes, good morning, Paul, and good morning, uh, everybody. Well, we and, uh, birthday. sound, but unfortunately it looks like something. Yep, there, Paul. Oh, he's here. Oh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, we're here. Still there. I was always there. I was never gone. But I'm back again. Um, in birthdays this morning, arguably New Zealand's greatest uh, cricketer, the man nicknamed the Nine Express, and finally, a footballer with Māori ancestry that played age group football for Denmark, Winston uh, Wittemu Reid. Born this day, the 3rd of July 1988, is a New Zealand professional footballer who plays as a defender for Sporting Kansas City on loan from English Premier League club West Ham United. He also captains the New Zealand national team, the All Whites. Both Reed's parents have Māori ancestry. He affiliates to Tainui through his father and Te Arawa 
through his mother. He was born on the North Shore of Auckland, but uh, moved from New Zealand to Denmark at the age of 10 with his mother and Danish stepfather. He always maintained contact with his father and family in New Zealand. Reed played at under 19, under 20 and under 21 level for Denmark before debuting for New Zealand in 2010. Now we've got a couple of real treats for you this morning and our other two birthdays. Ewan John Chatfield, MBE, born this day the 3rd of July 1950, is a former New Zealand cricketer who played 43 tests and 114 one-day internationals. A medium pace bowler, his chief weapon was his accuracy, giving him economical bowling figures with the ball. Chatfield, who was nicknamed the Nine Express, distinguished himself with the efforts against the West Indies, the leading cricketing side of the day on tour in 84-85, and in the home series, which New Zealand drew in 86-87. He was also a member of the New Zealand cricket sides, which achieved the country's first test wins against England and Australia, home and away. Chatfield spent much of his career as the bowling partner to Sir Richard Hadley. Coincidentally, the pair share the same birthday through Chatfield is uh, one year Hadley's uh, senior. And uh, speaking of that other man that he paired up with, Sir Richard John Hadley, MBE, born this day, the 3rd of July, 1951, is a New Zealand former cricketer, regarded as one of the greatest fast bowlers and all-rounders in cricketing history. Hadley was appointed MBE in 1980 and knighted in 1990 for services to cricket. He is a former chairman of the New Zealand Board of Selections. In December 2002, he was chosen by Wisden as the second greatest test match bowler of all time. In March 2009, Hadley was commemorated as one of 12 local heroes at a bronze bust of him was unveiled outside Christchurch Arts Centre. On the 3rd of July 2009, Sir Richard Hadley was inducted into the ICC Cricket Hall of Fame. Sir Richard is the most prominent member of the cricketing Hadley family, and there were a few of them. He also had a, a brother, Dale, that played around the same time, and of course his father, uh, Sir Walter Hadley as well. So cricketing running through the blood of the Hadley family. I'll be back with uh, a bumper edition, Paul, of Rugby League News very, very shortly. The um, Thank you very much, um, Stephen. And boy, what a party that must have been in the uh, for the cricket team when those two um, had their birthdays. But yes, uh, wow, big, big, big people um, uh, today in the, new, in the birthdays. Moving on to um, rugby uh, news um, and um, Sky Sports. Uh, well, someone there um, put out a tweet which um, basically gave away what the, what the schedule is going to be for the rest of the year, folks. So Super Rugby Aotearoa will obviously finish up on the um, uh, on the 14th. Um, but um, what's also going to happen is we have obviously that north-south um, game on the uh, was it 29th of August. Sorry, it's small in my caption. Um, Minus 10 Cup kicks off on the 11th of September. But the real big news is there are four Bledisloe Cup games coming. They're going to be on the 10th and 17th of October and the 1st and 6th of November. Uh, obviously, the way they are paired up would suggest that they're going to have two in one country and two in the other. But at the moment, we don't know which way round they will be. The tweet has been deleted, folks. Um, so clearly, uh, someone got ahead of themselves um, probably was scheduling something and accidentally pressed publish by accident. Uh, but um, 
there you go that's um uh that's out there now so we're looking at yes four bledisloe cup games two in october and two in november um the way we can tell that those is they use the bledisloe cup um a, a little symbol of the cup itself uh which was the big giveaway um brits mp um has also um said that um uh, super rugby atara uh, uh, in its uh, current competition um, is um, unsustainable, um, but they're keeping an un open mind as to what the future um, could um, look like, um, whether that uh, would include a trans-Tasman competition um, or extending the number of uh, New Zealand teams. So lots of options are on the table. Uh, and uh, it's uh, uh, so if anyone says that this is what's going to happen, it's all just rumours and we'll have to see what will happen um next year moving on then um and um in super rugby uh, unfortunately scott barrett now could be out for up to four months um if you think about so that's uh, uh, not only is that the end of super rugby for him but that could be the end of his season um as well so we wish scott barrett a speedy recovery cullen grace is also likely to miss the rest um of the um what do you call it uh, the rest of of super rugby hugh in our live chat says does the schedule of the players cup games add credibility to the rumor of japan and fiji may play um the six nations teams in a eight um uh, team competition in november and you'd have to say yes it does uh clearly uh, the all blacks or have decided that they're not going to Europe, or that's not going to happen, and hence why they've put those um, Bledisloe Cup games in place instead. Um, you'd have to say it's disappointing that Australia um, and New Zealand didn't reach out to their Pacific neighbours uh, in Japan, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, uh, and try and set up something similar to what they have done over in the Northern Hemisphere. Uh, and then finally... Um, in uh, Super Rugby news, uh, we've um, got the return of Simon um, Hickey uh, has been signed up by the Hurricanes, the ex-Auckland and Blues player who's been overseas um, playing for Edinburgh, um, is returning uh, home uh, and will be adding to the depth at number 10 for the Hurricanes. A bit shame that the Hurricanes there didn't reach out to Hawks Bay and look at their young um, uh, number 10 over there. Uh, we've seen some young Ken's doing really, really well, but there we there we go. Um, don't forget that tonight uh, at 8pm, we will be bringing you the Super Rugby um, Weekend Preview, where we'll cover round four in Super Rugby Aitara and also round one of Super Rugby AU or Super Rugby Australia um, as well as that kicks off this evening. Uh, so, Keep, don't forget to hit like on your face on, on the Facebook page, or you can listen to the down listen to us on the go. Just uh, search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcast, either iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or Acast. And I'll hand you back now to Stephen, who will take us through our NRL update. Well, thank you, Paul, and good morning again, everybody. In league news this morning, Warriors players feeling like they've been torn a new one by the NRL. And, of course, last night's game, billed as the game of the heavy hitters, well, it's being talked about as the game of the century. But we're going to start with the Warriors this morning. 
the Warriors players have felt duped by the NRL into thinking there would be no issues in getting their families to join them in Australia. David Fusitua, Ken Mamalo, Agnes Pussy, Ignatius Pussy, beg your pardon, Leivaha Pulu all want to return to New Zealand to reunite with their families. With the players agreeing to a July 19 deadline on whether there will be confirmation that their families can go to Australia. The players have been criticised by some for looking to walk away for the rest of the season, leaving the rest of the team in the lurch. However, information that has been leaked can reveal that there were false promises made to the Warriors players back in May by the NRL when discussions took place about the team relocating to Australia. The players were told then there wouldn't be an issue getting their families to the other side of the Tasman. When the NRL launched its project Apollo to get the season back underway, it desperately needed to keep the Warriors involved. So there remained eight games each round and broadcasting broadcasting commitments to Nine Entertainment and Fox could be fulfilled. When discussions between the Warriors and the players and the NRL took place, the players were told that there wouldn't be any problem getting exemptions for players and their families into Australia. However, the NRL during the time when Todd Greenberg was CEO told the club that players and families shouldn't be part of the same exemption application to get into Australia, that this would make it harder to get approval. So it just seems to me they actually made promises that they really couldn't keep at the time. But um, I'll tell you what, speaking of promise, promising and promises. It promised to be a uh, huge game last night and it, exactly what we got. It was billed as the uh, game of the round, but it will go down as the game of the century as the Melbourne Storm and the Sydney Roosters played out an absolute thriller at Suncorp Stadium last night. The Melbourne secured the win with a penalty four minutes into extra time, 27-25, after the Roosters had led 12-6 at halftime. This really was rugby league at its best. Both teams started the first half at breakneck speed, so there was no surprise when the first two tries were both scored off errors, with both teams attempting to spread the ball. Kyle Flanagan scoring from the Roosters after the Storm move broke down, and very much the same as Josh Adekar scored from long range, showed a clean pair of heels. Just when it looked like both teams would be locked up at halftime, Josh Morris scored three minutes before half time when uh, Tupou, the winger, took a, uh, a cross kick from Kerry with the conversion that gave the the um, Roosters a 12-6 lead. How could these two teams match what had already been an incredible half of rugby league? Incredibly, things were only starting to warm up. The Storm leveled things up at 12 apiece when halfback Hughes sprinted away from 40 metres out. The Roosters at Morris Brothers both scored tries on the 55th minute and the 69th minute for the real where the real drama was about to start. Up 22 in the final 10 minutes, the Storm added two more tries of their own, a second to Hughes and then a converted more Medovsky try to give the Storm the lead 24-22 with five minutes to play and it was the Roosters that needed to hit that. When rookie half Kyle Flanagan slotted a clutch penalty to level the scores, the game looked destined to go to Golden Point. It turned out this match still had plenty in its script. With less than a minute to go, Luke Kearney slotted a field goal from 30 metres out to give the Roosters a precious one-point need. 
the Storm needed to win that kickoff, and that's exactly what they did. Rugby-style kickoff, they competed for the ball, and that lead, like I say, only lasted to the final whistle with the Storm winning a short kickoff before young fullback Ryan Pappenhausen slotted a field goal to send the game to golden point. Wow. A penalty in the fourth minute of extra time decided the game after Jake Friend for the Roosters was pinged for interfering in the play of the ball right in front of the post. Absolutely amazing. That final score again, Storm 27, Roosters 25. Now for me, what made this game was the attempt from both teams to actually move the ball as opposed to just um, eating uh, yardage there, Paul. So it just made for a, uh, a wonderful, wonderful spectacle and uh, probably one of the best games I've ever seen in rugby league for a very long time. If you've missed this game, get to a replay. It's It really is worth a watch. It was breakneck in the first pace in the first first half and it just continued through that second half now in games this evening the seventh place the Canberra Raiders host the 12th place St George Dragons at Geo Stadium in Canberra kickoff is at 8 p.m New Zealand time and in our final game the uh, they were the top of the table Eagles but they've now been superseded by the Storm who have gone to the top of the table but the Paramount Eagles in second host the 10th place North Queensland Cowboys at Bankwest Stadium at 9.55 p.m. remembering those uh, those times are actually New Zealand time so what a great night in uh, rugby league last night Paul I am absolutely still buzzing about that game. I stayed up a little bit late to uh, to watch it, but it was absolutely well worth it. Rugby league at its best. Wow. Uh, amazing game there over in the NRL, Stephen, as you say. So, folks, yeah, if you've not seen it, uh, get, uh, uh, that's one to, 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 to have a search for and get a replay on um, by the sounds of things. Um, Hugh says that Canberra and Parramatta are his tips for tonight. Um, so, folks, let us know in the live chat who you think uh, are going to win um, the games um, this evening. Thank you very much, Stephen, for that uh, NRL update. Don't forget, folks, you are listening to New Zealand Sports Radio. Moving on then to the NZNBL, the basketball here in New Zealand. And the Otago Nuggets went down uh, and lost 80, uh, 79-85 to the Franklin Bulls. That's the second loss on the bounce for the Otago Nuggets after winning their opening two games. And the Franklin Bulls have now put two wins back to back. Um, you've got to say for the Franklin Bulls uh, that Timmins was the man. 24 points um, and 12 rebounds there. Um, so a big game um, from him. And that followed up um, with another um, upset with the Canterbury Rams going down 90 to 97 to the Nelson Giants. Again, uh, the Canterbury Rams, after three wins on the trot, have now lost two back to back um, and we have and the table really has um, tightened up now um, we uh, have uh, the Canterbury Rams still remain top of the table with the, the Taranaki Mountaineers um, in second both those teams have a record of three and two I'm uh, sorry uh, and also the Franklin Bulls um, so the Rams Ayers and Bulls all have a three and two record the Nuggets and the Jets have a two and two record so they've still got a game to play they could um, uh, get on the same level as those teams ahead of them and then uh, the Nelson Giants have a two and three record just one win behind the Auckland Huskies currently sit at the bottom of the table with a one and three record um, down there having some time off to hopefully regather themselves um, after they picked up their first win ever uh, remember they're they're an expansion team this uh, season 
Moving on then to um, the America's Cup. Um, and the government has stopped America's Cup funding um, while it carries out an investigation um, about uh, what's going on over there. Um, there was these contractors who got um, uh, who, who, who got removed from the uh, or were, were ace contractors uh, who were leaking things. Um, we had the, some money perhaps um, going to a Hungarian bank account when it shouldn't have done. Um, so they're taking an investigation as to everything that's going on before continuing the funds. Um, uh, the um, uh, uh, over on that side, um, but uh, clearly on the water, the the sailors just want to go as fast as possible, and they're trying to put that all in the back of their minds. Um, so yes, that's uh, uh, all sorts of things happening off the water um, at the moment, and it does look like the American Magic boat. Uh, when it's put in the water, uh, had got had been modified um, with some of the uh, designs that we've seen in the um, on the on the New Zealand boat. Um, so yes, all the teams are uh, at the moment are, are, are really trying to get their boats up to speed with very um, little testing. Um, this evening in the netball in the NZ Premiership, um, we have the Mystics versus the Tash Tactics. Um, at the Net, uh, Auckland Netball Centre over in St John's uh, at 7pm. Uh, don't forget, folks, you can, that uh, this will be the final round where all... Oh, sorry, no. The next... Um, uh, sorry, there's, there's a couple more rounds that are all up in Auckland before they start playing um, around the country. But, so, folks, if you want to get uh, your netball fix, do get down there before and they start heading off around the country. Um, this uh, is a big game because it is second versus third in the table um so a big game between the mystics um, and the tactics uh, the mystics really need this win to keep pressure on the central pulse who are top of who, who will be playing back-to-back -back games um this weekend on saturday and sunday first up they face the steel on saturday and then the magic on sunday obviously we'll bring you updates on all of those games here on new zealand sports radio um, via the morning sports briefing tomorrow at 7 a.m. Um, don't forget, as I say, you can watch us, uh, sorry, you can listen to us also on the go, just download the podcast, search for New Zealand Sports Radio on your favourite podcast, either iHeartRadio, iTunes, Spotify, or Acast. You have now started the day the best way, up to date with all the important sports news. Um, have a wonderful day, folks. The weekend is almost here. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.